Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 479, no, 77, sorry. Uh, little, you know, I, I need my glasses on or something here. Yeah, well, what the hell? It's, uh, we're, we're getting really close to uh, football season. It's pretty exciting, and uh, things are happening, and, and things are not happening. And, you know, we got a message from Charles today, who uh, very studiously always puts together the agenda for the, the podcast, and he's going... What the fuck do we talk about? And uh, yeah, he, he actually put together a full slate. Whether it's going to be interesting or not is uh, yet to be decided. But we're going to have fun. We're going to talk about it. We'll see a whole pile of other things. What's happening in my life? Well, all sorts of things. It's springtime out here, sort of. It's still March, so it's winter. But uh, everything seems to be melting. It was minus 10 last night, but it did get up to about plus 5 during the day. So things are melting and freezing and melting and freezing. And it gets dangerous for the horses. And uh, everything else, I'm still working in town, recovering from the flood from November. That's interesting what's going on. I'm still doing that and probably will be for another two years because of whatever's happening. What's today? Today is Wednesday. Next Monday is my 60th birthday. I'm going to be an old man. I think I can collect some type of pension or something, but I don't know. I don't think so because I never paid into any pension. So we'll see what happens. Anyhow, uh, what else is going to happen here? What's going on? Uh, Scott, no, no, the Freedom Convoy seems to have worked. The mandates are, or have been dropped in all provinces except for B.C., and I really would like to see a whole pile of truckers come over here and let's uh, – well, going to Victoria is a challenge because there's a fucking ferry in the way. But we could go raise havoc somewhere, maybe down at the Arts Gallery in downtown Vancouver and just block up all the downtown. Because it's a, it's a, it could be a mess really easy because there's only bridges that escape from that town. Uh, what else is happening then? Oh, yeah, we got that war in Ukraine, which we kind of briefly touched on last week, and everybody just – and uh, Will said he was going to call me the next day, but he never did. Uh, anyhow, the only thing I have to say about this, if George Soros, Klaus Schwab, and Jacob Rothschilds are all pulling for the Ukraine, Putin must be doing something right. You guys are just getting bad information because if those three ditch pigs are, are pulling for the Ukraine, now it, it, it's not a good thing for the rest of us regardless of what the media wants to tell you. Anyhow, and we're going to move on from that because those are just like worldly events. What else is happening here? Uh, Yellowstone's in, in between season four and five. Uh, the, the prequel, 1883, is now over. Uh, pretty good series. I was impressed. It was a 10-hour movie. There's not going to be a season two. There's not going to be anything else. But they did say that they're going to create another prequel in 1932. So that's kind of neat. Uh, we're going to wait for a, a year for that. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. Uh, what else is happening in this world? Uh, not much. So let's talk some football or at least open up the mics and let's talk to the panel. And we'll go from there. So I got Charles, Will, and Rudy are here. So you guys' mics are open. So no grunting, snorting, or farting into the microphones, okay? TV or okay. dogs. Slamming doors is bad too, Rudy. 
Charles, welcome to the show, bud. How are you? Good. And just to update you, they're actually going to announce the um, – because just to go back to your uh, initial uh, comments there, they're actually going to announce the dropping of both the mask mandate and the um, vaccine mandate tomorrow in B.C. I was literally just reading a uh, a news story on that about 10 minutes before we came on. They're dropping it tomorrow or they're dropping it May 1st? They're, well, stupid. they're, uh, they're, dro- they're sorry. I should say they're going to announce the timeline for dropping it, so, but it, it didn't, uh, it didn't uh, expand on that too much. I guess we'll find out more info tomorrow. But I, they said they're going to – the it, it, timeline yeah, will be laid out, but who knows. Okay. So we're not going to – we're going to drop the mandate, but maybe in like 72 hours. Why not now? What's the difference? Okay, but thank you, Charles. That's, that's really good news that I'll be able I to, did to that, and have so. a good dinner. And, and 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 go visit the new Mr. Mike Steakhouse in, in Merritt here now that we actually have a steakhouse in this town. God knows I had to go to yeah, you got a restaurant? steak at the keg. Yeah, we got a restaurant. Actually, the best food in Merritt was the pub. The second best food in Merritt was the A&W. Okay? So that tells you what this town's about. That's Merritt for you. That's Merritt. I mean, there are there are some sushi and Chinese food and stuff, but I don't eat that garbage. Um, so, uh, yeah, the best food has is, is been the pub. So the pub's got good food. I don't drink, so I just go there and drink a big pitcher of ice water and have a beef dip with some good fries, and off we go from there. And conversation with friends. We haven't had that in a long time because it's been pretty much banned because I, I refuse to do that vaccine shit. So, yeah. Anyhow, you are so full of shit. You're so full of shit. You don't. What have do you any mean? Friends. I'm full of shit. You don't have any friends. Yeah, I do. You so. have no friends. No, you. Well, I, I pretend. I go there and talk to people. Okay, they might not talk back, but I talk to people. Do you remember Harvey? The movie Harvey. Harvey. I don't remember that one. Harvey? No? Well, you wouldn't, Charles. It was before your time, definitely. Okay. It's an old black and white show from 1950. And uh, who was in that? That was, um, oh, I can't remember who this was. James Stewart, I think. I think it was James Stewart. And Harvey was a, a, a six foot four invisible rabbit that was his friend, and the whole movie was about this invisible rabbit. You know, I think I have heard of that. Pretty cool. Anyhow, uh, what's going on here? Um, yeah, so that's kind of it. I, I got thirteen days left of my Facebook jail. And uh, then I'm 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 back I'm back from 30 days in the hole. 30 days in the hole. That was a pretty good song. Who was that? I don't remember that either. Um. Okay, Rudy. Rudy, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? I guess I was there for a minute. Good, good. Good, good. Can't complain. Yeah. Starting to warm up finally in Manitoba. Oh yeah, so it's only minus twenty now. Uh, 
Well, minus 10 throughout the day, about minus 18 at night, yeah. Yeah, that's warm. Uh, yeah, I, I understand that. Okay. Um, still, still freezing at night there. Yeah, it 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 just it, like I said minus ten here, so that you know it's still it's still winter for another two, week and a half. We do get daylight saving time this weekend too. Hey, that's pretty exciting. I, I'm all yeah, happy when it changes it. there. I'm really sad when it goes back. So I'm kind of hoping that they make that permanent. We don't have to go back. back. Yes. We I like wish we just forward. didn't have we don't like fallback time. What was that? You I wish, said, we, I wish didn't we just have didn't have time? Yeah, I wish it was just the same time what? year-round. Oh, I, I agreed, but it should be daylight saving time year-round. Yeah. And, and the reason why they used to go back and forth is because it was dark in the morning when the kids went to school. And, and now the kids don't walk to school. Mommy oh. takes them everywhere, so... You know, it's it's really it's not even a discussable topic anymore. And daylight saving time was created so that the farmers had more time, and that doesn't make sense either because, like the old Indian said, that only only white man would think that cutting a foot off the one end of the blanket and sewing it on the other makes a blanket bigger. Mm-hmm. And, and there's there's some there's some merit to that argument. Okay. William, how are you, sir? I am fine. I'm shocked that they just announced that they're sure that they're no masks and no passports in BC. Is that right? Like wow! No, no, no. It it it's rumored that they may be. Rolling back it, on some of the restrictions. Is it is it still that bad there? No. Oh. No, not at all. We just have a fucking okay. moronic government. Okay, so we've actually been in a sharp decline for a number of weeks. We've uh, how long has it been? I think it's, this is the second week for us. No masks, no passports, no nothing. So yeah, okay. Do you know when COVID struck, when, when, when all hell broke loose? Do you know what day it was? Yep. No. What day was it? I said no, March or something. March 9th. It was, it was absolutely my birthday, 2020, because oh, we okay. were supposed to go to the monster truck, monster mash or monster bash or whatever it was called, and it got. Yep. We we decided we weren't going to go because it looked like things were getting scary. And then the day of that thing, everything got shut down, and the and the event got canceled, and our hotel room was canceled, and everything got. It was all done on the Saturday, March fourteenth, twenty twenty. Uh huh. Wow. So this is exactly two years that we've been dealing huh. with this bullshit, and. My little what was it? happy happy boys in Victoria think that they they can change it a little bit. I guess. I what just, was it? I, wasn't I, it was. What was it? Wasn't it two weeks to to stop the curve or increase the curve or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ago? Flatten the curve. Just two weeks. Flatten the curve. Yeah, flatten the curve. Maybe they misspoke and meant years. Yeah. So I've, I've been. 
I've actually been to the I've actually been to the keg keg two weekends in a row, so it was kind of nice. First time I've been there in it's hard for me years. to go to the keg. We don't have one anymore. Uh huh. Did you ever have one in Merritt? No, there was one in Kamloops, but it closed like oh, okay. two two months before I moved up here. Oh okay. What? Yeah, what no, are you doing here, Charles? Is, you, uh, the cake is still good. It's one of my favorites. I always always found the pair for lifting of the mask. Because they're consistent. Go ahead. Go ahead, Charles. I've always found the cake overrated. Yeah. yeah I've, I've always I've had bad really experiences there. Same. Guess you gotta come to Alberta. Maybe. Because the only re- the only reason I go there is because they're consistent. Consistently Charles, good. I, I spent eighteen years I, in, in Abbotsford and there isn't a goddamn right? good restaurant in that entire city. I'm so not to argue no argument here. I don't I, I Okay. Honestly, if someone asked me what my favorite restaurant was in Abbotsford, I don't think I could answer it. Yeah. So you mean a guy so, could I mean a guy could a guy could move there, open a restaurant with good food, and he'd be uh, popular? Is that what you're saying? Probably. Hmm. Well, the keg, without question, is the best restaurant in Abbotsford, and at times it is not exceptional. Okay? Yeah. The okay. Abbotsford keg is yeah. not exceptional. Yeah. Um, there are kegs in the in B.C. that are but that is not one of them. Mm. But it was still the best restaurant, even on a bad day. Mm. It's better than anything else in that city. Mm. They're used to be into that what you will. Chilliwack, but they're not there anymore. Yeah. Okay. Should we uh, move on and talk to some football? Certainly. We can, but tonight's uh, agenda to is not super exciting. I did so what do I you want to kill some more time, or should we just get we into football? Because we do super, have football fans listening to us. Super, we'll make it super exciting, Charles. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we will. We're going to run out of time. It's going to be so pa- jam-packed, exciting talking football. I've heard, I've heard rumors. Okay, and if this happens, I'm never watching football again. I, I heard, I heard that they're going to. There's talk, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, that they are going to draft a punter in the first round of the NFL. What? Aren't those guys? Aren't those guys afterthoughts? Don't you go to a local high school soccer team to find your punter? Possibly. Even, I mean, I play fantasy football for the NFL. And literally, when we yep. do our fantasy draft, the last round is nothing yep. but kickers because no one takes a kicker before that. Mm-hmm. Who's there's a kicker in the NFL that's a captain of a team. Um, I don't remember his name. Well, no, there was, okay. there was a there was a kicker taken in the first round in the NFL once upon a time. Can't remember what his name is. He played for the Raiders. So, but yeah, if that happens, that'd be scary in my mind because you know how much I like kickers, right, guys? 
Yeah. I mean, you, you and most kickers are buddies, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like kicking them. Yeah. Okay. Ah, yes, it's Tressway with the Washington Reds, whatever they're called now. <laughs> um, Tressway, he's the Commodores or Commanders or, or something like that, isn't it? Commanders, yeah, Commanders. No more Redskins. And, and I, you know How what, if you want to... If you want to knock off some some um, football names that are, are disrespectful, I would say the Washington Redskins are pretty much a a a a, a, a bad name. Okay, it is definitely a derogatory word for a Native American. So for sure, um, I, I don't have a problem with that. But there was no reason to change the the Eskimos. I'm still can't get over that one, but. Eater of raw meat. That's all it means. And and then that's one translation, and there's another one too. Okay, so it's not. It doesn't only mean that. It just depends hey, on how what, about what your uh, Inuit status is. How about Aaron Rodgers getting fifty million per season? That's ridiculous and ludicrous. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. He makes more than he only the CFL. That, he makes yeah, no more kidding, than the Charles. entire CFL league. Every player in the CFL. And he's only got one Super Bowl ring. Yeah, it's uh it's not a, not a good thing. And what is this big trade? Isn't there a trade down there or something about Russell Wilson is going to Denver or something that I hear today? Yeah, he was traded to Denver. You did hear that. He was traded to Denver. Yeah, but he has a no trade clause that he hasn't waived yet. No, he's waived it. He's waived it. Did he? Yeah, okay. it's done. He's already waived it and done the team physical. Wow. Okay. Good for him. He's he's now over there in Maha City. Not very often when a nine-time Pro Bowler gets uh, traded. No. This is pretty good. Why would you do that? Why would he's with Seattle? He apparently wanted out of Seattle. He wanted out of Seattle. Well, I understand that too. Why? Why did he want out of Seattle, Charles? I was curious. I don't follow that much. Yeah, me too. Well, because they haven't put a decent offensive line in front of him in four or five years. Every year he's running for his life. He was like Mike Riley. I mean, they, he was constantly getting run <laughs> down. Huh. I guess there was rumors of him moving last season too. But yeah, I didn't follow the whole Russell Wilson thing too, too much. But yeah, I saw that he got traded. That's a huge, huge. That's a blockbuster trade, really. Yep, that's a that's a Wayne Gretzky type trade, quite honestly. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Did Seattle get Absolutely. anybody good for him? And do they have a QB replacement? Because that's kind of important in that league. I, I heard a QB is important in football. Whole bunch of draft picks. And they did get a whole bunch of draft picks. 
They did get a QB, a young QB back in the draft, but I don't think he's much of anything. And a kicker. Yeah, I all as I've they, they, all they as I've really heard. In there. <laughs> well, all as I really door, heard was guys, shut the door nineteen times. Has a kicker been picked in the first round of the NFL draft? Wow. 19 times. That's Welfare impressive. They're kind of important. They're important. For what? I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to talk some CFL football here with the CFLPA pre- Vice President Adam Big Hill is very optimistic about the CBA negotiations. Well, I think we missed a headline somewhere here where Adam Big Hill becomes the Vice President. I heard that last week he was elected to the board of directors, but I had no idea that he was he like racist, was raised to such an important level as vice president of the CFLPA. Oh my God! And is uh, Adam or uh, Solomon Aluminium still the president? So this is like Team 100 all over again. Team 100, that, right? That's yeah. correct. Have I got this one right? Yeah, Team 100, right? They're, they're both on the same team. Looks like a reunion. Oh. Impressive. So, what's optimistic yeah. about the negotiations? Nothing. They're not. Then they're not saying a goddamn thing. They're just saying, "Yeah, it looks good. It looks promising. We're not going to have a labor stoppage." And I honestly believe that too, because they can't afford it. Well, we've been saying that for a year and a half, yeah. right? So. they can't afford it, so why would they even talk about it? So the the players can't be asking for anything. And like I said before, if if the players get a a new CBA and they haven't lost anything, they should be very fortunate and consider themselves lucky. Yep. Yep. They should. Right? I I mean – the, the league has them by the short and curlies and just needs to start plucking them out one at a time. And, and, and they could get away with a whole pile of stuff right now because the players have no leverage at all. Zero. But I don't know whether or not that's actually going to happen. <laughs> so here, here's, here's a line from Adam here. He said... We've been able to get some financials over the last year that before was like pulling teeth. So things are trending the right way. You do get a sense of sense that they want to do things different. Uh, the only reason why you're getting financials right now from teams is because they look pathetic. They look bad. Okay? And the league is trying to show you exactly what state of affairs they are in. But when things are going good, don't you be thinking that they're going to just hand over you pieces of paper that says they're making money. And first off, why? If, if I owned a paper company and I had a union in my paper company, do you think I would be giving my financial statements to my employees? Will, do you do that? Do you guys hand out your financial statements to your employees so that they can uh, decide whether or not they want to raise? Yeah, no. No. Yeah, no. That's not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. No. So I don't understand I don't how the players actually think that they have the right for that. That that one boggles the mind. It really does. 
So, Rudy, you haven't been here during a CBA negotiations. Anything that you see as different, new, wonderful, uh, new to you, or uh, you're shocked with, or, oh, my God, you can't believe it? Uh, or do you know what the no, hell we're talking really. about? Be... No, you don't. Yes really and no. Like we talk, we, okay. We talked about it last week a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, like, basically exactly what Big Tail said. Like, they uh, they just they need to get a deal done and get playing football. I don't I don't really see much changing. Uh, they can't afford to go without a season. Um, obviously, they want to raise the minimum salaries a little bit, but I don't know. I don't see very much changing, so that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I, I, I think things are going to get rolled back, personally, and uh, I would be going that way if I was the league. If, if you want me to be truthful and honest, I honestly don't care. Oh, my God. Just to hang on a second. You sound like Will. That. Where did it go? <laughs> that's, that's my right. I was not you expecting can't take that. it over. You can't take it over. Come up with your own line. Okay. <laughs> I, I was not expecting that. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, we'll just move on from this one because that took up like 28 seconds. And we still have a little bit of show to go. Wait, uh, don't, you want my, don't you want my opinion? Don't you want my opinion? Well, I thought you already gave your opinion. You want your opinion? Sure. Let's, let's talk to Will again. What's your opinion, okay, Will? I, 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 I really don't care. Okay. I was expecting that. <laughs> Charles, you want you want you have anything to say on this subject? I don't care. Come on. Um, there you go. Uh, look at that. Wonderful. <laughs> I had to go with the flow on that one, so I mean yeah. honestly well, I'm gonna break, let's face I'm gonna break it. Through this, break ranks here and say I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, they're not they're not stupid enough to go out on any sort of labor stoppage after losing an entire season in 2020, having a, a shortened season in 2021. It looks like they're going to be able to get back to a full season in 2022. If they're really that stupid to try and do a labor stoppage uh, after all of that, then they should all be shuffled off and bring in other people who are have some intelligence. Because it would be incredibly stupid of them to even attempt or even threaten that, because that is going to do we nothing but piss people players, off. Right? Well, I know, but come on, we'll have, it just takes a little bit of common sense. Again, yeah, that might be difficult. But, you know what? Every year for the last two years or three years, Adam Vigil has taken a pay cut. So I'm thinking he's not going. He's not going on strike. Okay. Like, really, come on. That's all I'd have to add. I'm kind of surprised that they made him the vice president. Like, obviously, he's good with with player relations. He's well-known around the league. But he's, yeah, just like you guys were talking about, like, he's the definition of a player in the league that doesn't really care about what he's making. Like, he's 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 playing football basically for fun now. He's looking at life after football. True, but you got to think about it. He's, uh, he's a uh, financial planner. So to have a guy like that with a financial background on your uh, board uh, can't do anything but uh, be helpful. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to read this one here. What's going on? Why is this important? Okay, so uh, the next section here is Elf President President Victor, what's his name, Caillou? Kai? Huey? Anybody? I thought it was Kai, but I'm not sure. I think it's Kai. Okay, Victor Victor Kai draws lofty comparisons from Jed Roberts. Is he another in a young, new young influences in the CF? Okay, so Jed Roberts, Special teams demon, former Edmonton Eskimo, um, has compared him to all sorts of weird and wonderful people. And I, I don't know how Jed's doing this, but uh, why not? Okay. I mean, it looks exciting. I mean, it's an exciting time to be in, in Edmonton and be a football fan. So why not? So who's Jed? Jed Jed is comparing him to who here? Okay, Pinball Clemens, Gizmo, same type of energy, like a a very energetic type of people that are out there. And he's he's I. There's two teams in my opinion that are trending the right way, and that's BC and Edmonton. They seem to be bringing some synergy into this season. And I, I hope that they both keep it up, and I hope that it spreads around the league because there's a lot of excitement in Vancouver over football right now, and there seems to be a lot of excitement in Edmonton over football right now. And both of those teams have been lacking that in the last five, six years. I think the league is, is, is trending in the right direction, and it's because of people like Victor Caillou and, and Amar uh, Doman who bought the BC Lions. Um, I'm not sure that... He needs to uh, change the administration and the Lions organization personally, but we'll see what happens, see how it goes. Rudy, come to mind here. Tell me what you think. No, I from what I've seen, I like this guy so far. Um, I think he really wants to bring back the past and the success the franchise used to have, and uh seems like anything that's man's touch so far for the most part has been successful and uh, yeah I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Edmonton have uh, a lot fuller stadiums in the future and I, I think this is a guy who can get it done uh, I, I think every CFL team's on the uptrend right now for fans I, I don't know a lot about Calgary and obviously there's an issue in Toronto but say if, if you can have all eight teams doing well in Toronto being the only team that kind of struggles for attendance wise, I don't, I don't see a problem for the CFL down the, the road, if that can be the case. Well, we always want to see strong teams everywhere and we all on and off the field. I mean, that would be the, the definition of success in the CFL, right? So yeah, I don't know. Um, and, and, you know, you, you did say something that kind of caught my idea is everything that he touches has been successful. And, and there's two people that come to mind about that. One of them is Chris Jones and the other is Randy Ambrosi. So, you know, prior to their hiring, you could have said the same thing out of both of those. 
Randy Ambrosi has completely proved us wrong. And Chris Jones hasn't done that yet. But I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing Victor to them in any way, shape, or form. So I just thought I'd share that little tidbit. Charles, what's your thoughts on Victor Kai? Well, I mean, from what I've seen so far going forward, um, I mean, they seem to be doing the same type of things that we've seen with Lamar Dorman and the Lions. Of course, we saw the um, uh, the ticket uh, blitz they had last week. They sold 4,000 season tickets in one day, which is a, a record for them. So, I mean, this is well, a, a guy who is making some moves and it's seemingly uh, paying off. And he's got people talking about it. And that's what a president needs to do. Um, they've got it. They're, they're the guys going out there. I remember Bobby Ackles, when he came back to become president of the BC Lions, he was out there constantly, civic events, meeting with business leaders, getting people talking about the team. And that's what you've got to do to have success in CFL and solo CFL. And he seems to be doing this kind of job in Edmonton. So, so far, what I've seen from him, I like. So, uh, Let's see what, uh, how he keeps it up going forward. But right now, so far, so good. Yeah, and that kind of was my point was that uh, BC needs to make a change because I think we have that as a president right now. I mean, we have the old president from the Edmonton Eskimos, and he's just kind of, and he, he retired. He came back from retirement to help out the team with when uh, uh, Alex, no, what's his name now? David Braley was, was like not doing very well. So he took right. over the team and, and, and when it was kind of floundering and he really hasn't done too much about it. His new owner uh, yeah. came in and is taking names totally and kicking true. ass. And I think he needs to hire a president that's going to do exactly this. Yeah, I agree. No offense to him, but so, uh, Rick, you know, as sure as I think is his name, but I literally have hardly seen him in the last couple of years. So well, I, I think his time has passed and he is just, he's feeling I agree. Feet warm for, for somebody new, somebody new that's coming in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's and probably, we, uh, I think that's going to happen. That's going to happen sooner than later, I think. Okay. I hope so. William, two questions for you. Yes. Are, you know are, what? So do you have what? anything wonderful? Yeah. Well, do you, you have anything what? interesting I, to say about, I hope I hope BC is successful going forward, and I like their owner, and he seems to be promoting the team. And it would make for more exciting games when BC would come to Calgary because the last couple of years they've sucked. Okay, sorry. Um, as far as Edmonton goes, you know, Edmonton has done a wonderful job. They've hired a great coach who's one of my favorites, and I – and I wish them, <laughs> I wish them, I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm, I'm hoping Sarcasm. that they're going to be as successful as uh, the uh, Halifax Schooners this year, okay? And uh, that's all I'm Sorry, hoping for. Sorry, so. we lost Rudy. Oh, did we? Okay. We lost Rudy. So, so yeah. I didn't mean to have that dial tone thing in there. Yeah, they're going to be as, as successful as the Schooners. Is that your 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 prediction? I hope, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Although, although, and we're going to talk about it later. I still, I do like the new helmets that they have. It doesn't look like a fucking antler on the side of their helmet now, which is good. Yeah. But 
I, I, you, you know, know what? I honestly didn't think it looked like an antler, and that was the problem. They were trying to make well, it look no, like I an think, antler. I'm, I'm not sure what it was. I just thought it looked stupid, to be honest with you. So, Dep- um, definitely but, cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That reminded me of a USFL so team. What, what was your question? Okay. Now, part two of that question. Do you know who the president of the Calgary Stampeders is? Uh, is it a John Huffdale? I don't think so. It might be. Hang on. I thought he was president of NGM. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Maybe not. Uh, John Bean. Okay, whoever that is. Um. No, Did hang on. John Huffnagel was named president of the Cal. No, he. he yeah, there you go. the president since 2016. Since 2000. So last seven years. Six years, whatever. John Bean. John Bean is the chairman and league governor. Yes, that's correct. John Huffnagel is the president, general manager, and executive committee member. Yes. So. And Ruth is in there. Ruth Peters, executive committee member. Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of weird because, you know, we don't really hear or see from presidents of the organization very much. And uh, unless they do something really dumb and stupid. So it was kind of uh, interesting that uh, we do we are hearing a lot of the president from from Edmonton. I mean, we do get the president of the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers every once in a while. That guy, what's his name? Wade Miller. I don't know. Wade Miller? Wade Miller. No, Wade Miller? Wade Miller. Yeah, Wade Miller. Yeah. It's Wade Miller. Yeah. Oh, I thought Wade Miller that, was the getting president a little of... Shit. Uh, I thought he was the president of uh, Fat People or Us or something like that, so... But he's president of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, is he? he yeah, he's okay. president of Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And that skinny little runt, Kyle Walters, is the GM. Right, okay. Yeah, pretty cool. But, you know, I, you really don't uh, – pinball's the president. Is, he, was he the president? He was the president. I don't know if he's still the president of, of the Argos. Because I know he's the no, GM. No, he's GM now. Yeah, I don't think he's president well, anymore. He's the GM, but he's more of a figurehead than anything else, I think. Yeah, well. Okay. Who hasn't talked about Victor Kai? Charles, you did that. Everybody Victor, has. You did that. Everybody did that. Okay, let's move on then. Because the Toronto Argonauts are pretty exciting. They have the best Canadian depth in the CFL, says John Hodge. Who the fuck is John Hodge, and why does he believe that he's an authority? He's part of this this three down nation, three down nation group of, and he's a, and he's a um, he's an Easter we're the center of the universe kind of guy. So I'm sure Toronto has well, the best Toronto Canadian kind of center. Toronto has the best Canadian yeah. depth. Who the fuck cares? 
Like, really? Who cares? Well, honestly, honestly, the way the CFL sits right now, Canadian depth is what's going to win you championships. I mean, I hate you to say so. it, you think so, but, do you? but that's, that's the truth. Yeah, I do. I honestly do. I, okay. I think it's ridiculous and stupid, but your Canadian depth is important. It doesn't. It shouldn't be. It needs to go away. But yeah, yeah. Two things I hope happen in the CBA is they get rid of the one-year contract and they get rid of the Canadian ratio. Yeah, good those would be my two. Those are my two. As long as that Canadian ratio exists, uh, the Canadian talent is uh, definitely uh, important. Yeah, of course, because, well, you have to start a certain number of Canadians. So if you have the best depth, Canadian depth, you get a leg up. Yeah. Oh, oh my knees. Oh, something interesting happened to me. You you know how I've been whining and bitching and complaining about my knee and how sore it is and everything else? I don't know whether or not I really have been, but uh, I did an MRI last, and I finally got the results, and – I have tore the MCL, so I, I have some type of football injury or something here now, and I have to go see an orthopedic surgeon. So <sighs> I'm being I've been put on the six game injury list. Well, that's not fun. No, it's not. It's not. I'm hobbling all over the place. I got a, a brace on my leg when I'm at work, and yeah, it's not a good thing. It's very painful. I. I'm really impressed how these guys could do this on a football field and they go off and then they get an x-ray and they get an MRI and they, they get a diagnosis in four hours and the next day they're in surgery and they're all better and healing on the playing field in four weeks. I, it, it, it took me like a month and a half to get an MRI and then, you know, now I'm waiting for an appointment for an orthopedic surgeon. I should have been a football player. Do you do you have do you have chronic knee problems or do you only have one knee that's bad? I my it, it it my bad knee isn't the one that I tore the MCL in. I've always had a bad right knee, and that it's from playing goal, right? In 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 lacrosse, and I've always yeah. had a, a bad knee because of that. And you know, well, football and rugby didn't help it at all. After you get your surgery, go on yeah. Instagram, go on Instagram, and search the guy named Knees Over Toes. Okay. Knees over toes. Knees over toes. Okay. Change your life and, as and far why? as as far as as far as your knee health goes. Really. Absolutely. I, I've always said that you know. Absolutely fucking amazing. Go ahead. He's absolutely okay. fucking amazing. I, I cured cured my I, I I live by this guy cured my knee problems within six months. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I will I will and so, check so, out. Sorry. Um, sorry. His story. His story is he was an elite high school athlete. Tore his knees his last year of high school. Tore his knees up, got operated on. Still, his dream was to play NCAA basketball, 
okay? So he came up with this system himself, 26 years old. He was offered a full-ride scholarship to an NCAA college to play basketball. He's, wow. he's, he's six feet tall. He can stand underneath the basket and, and rest his chin on, he can rest his chin on the basket now. And he, he's an amazing guy. So it's quite interesting. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take that and take a look at that. Right. And, yeah, you know, we, we, we try not to talk politics in this group and, it doesn't in, in our podcast, and it doesn't work. We definitely end up talking about politics. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we disagree. Sometimes we're on polar opposites, and we, we, we've been kind of avoiding it lately. But the one thing we never really talk about is religion, and I don't really want to get into that right now. But all I've got to say is the design of the knee proves that there's no God, because if that's the best he can come up with, it's substandard. The knee was a bad design. Okay, that's all I got to say. I don't know anybody at my age that does not have knee problems. Are we not supposed to I live don't. this long? I don't. I don't. Yeah, just because you've been paying attention to this knee over toes guy. And uh, and so will I. I wrote it down here. I'm getting back to I, Google I, this guy uh, right now. Currently, currently, I can squat as much as I did when I was in my 20s, my friend. Okay. It's it's he's over toast program. Look at that. Well, can you put a weight on that? And so you pay money this to this guy, guy for this program? Pardon me? You paid money to this guy? No, 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 no. I just use his bits and pieces that he puts on Instagram. And I've heard him on talk shows, and I've listened to that. I don't pay money for anything, Christopher. I'm too cheap. I know. Okay. I'm way too cheap. Okay. Okay. We'll take a look at this. We'll, honestly, we'll take a look at this, and we'll go from there. Yeah. And he. Okay. Everything he everything he does goes against what they say you should do. You shouldn't do. Sorry. Really. Yeah. Okay. Like jump or run or something. Well, no, no, like like Both you're not supposed to. <laughs> you're never supposed to put your knees over your toes. That's a big no-no. Okay. And and really? I have never my my legs my legs and my knees have never been this flexible. Okay, it just blows my mind. So. Okay. Well, so be it. Um, let's moving on. Oh, we're talking about John Hodges, Canadian depth in the Argos. Uh, did we finish right. that? We didn't really start. You, you were talking about John Hodges. No. Yeah. I don't know where we are on this. Where we start? I was just looking at their roster. They do have some good Canadians. They have Andrew Harris. He's a good Canadian, as long as he takes the steroids. Um they have uh, Jerron Breskison. He's a great, he's a pretty good receiver. They have Enoch Mwamba. He's another good Canadian. Oh, yeah. Okay. They've got all kinds of good Canadians on that team. So, yeah, I guess they they must have the best 
the best depth. So there you go. What does anybody else have to say about it? Well, looking at their depth, they definitely are very deep. Are they the deepest? Are they the best uh, Canadian talent? I mean, they've got very good talent, but, I mean, I think it all comes down to when they actually start playing. But on paper, they're, they're definitely right up there. Yeah, but yeah, on our, paper, the Sooners are doing pretty good, too. Isn't, yeah, most Canadian, isn't most Canadian talent good because you're actually playing professional football? Well, it depends if you're a special teamer. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, they do have some good players. They got, um, you know, Royce Menchie. There's another one. Um, uh, yeah, so, sure, they have good they have good Canadian depth, but every team has good Canadian depth. You need good Canadian depth to succeed. That's what I said. Say. So, anyways, continue on. I don't want here. it to be so. Okay. Why would you do this? I mean, I'm just looking at this thing, and Matthew Cause. Okay, you know who I'm talking about here? This CFL writer. CFL.ca. He did a CFL, my must-have CFL rookie cards. And these are the players that he absolutely wants to have a rookie card for these guys. Chuck Ely, 1972. Chris Isaac, 1982. Michael Shea, 1993. Darrell Walker, 2015. 2022, Jordan Williams. 1984, Dwayne Wilson. 94, Matt Goodwin. I think these are a little bit on the scary side of things. If that's where who he's... Are, uh, see, who are some of these guys? I know. I mean, wouldn't you want to have, like, Gizmo Williams and, and, and Warren Moon and Pinball Williams? Yeah. Yeah. Like some rock and roll all-stars. Even Henry Burris. Or how about a Sacramento or a Las Vegas posse, uh, Anthony Calvillo, right? Uh, Memphis Barracudas, uh, Matt Dunnigan. I want the Brandon Bridge rookie. I want the Brandon Bridge rookie. Yeah, exactly. I traded for a sticky gum. How about... Johnny Manziel. Okay, so I I honestly think, Charles, the problem right now is the sports writers are having a difficult time finding something to talk about and write about as you were trying to put an agenda together. I can certainly sympathize there. Right now. Yeah, I I have to I have to think that that's the case. Uh, next up well, here, we have again, the Edmonton Elks. Once again, that's what the problem yes. is with the CFL. We just had we just had free agency, and there was lots of talk for two weeks, and now nothing but fucking crickets. Okay, so I, I did get a 
I did get a newsletter this week about Randy Ambrosi's. He's doing his tour again, and I'm trying. I, I'm trying to get tickets to go see Randy Ambrosi live because I like to ask him the question. Uh oh. Tour. We Charles and I actually did get to go to the the meeting with him. Yeah, and we did. Maybe we should talk to Arlene about doing that again, Charles. I I definitely go again. Yeah, I think I'd make the trip down to Vancouver for that one. Who's talking? Who's got the feeling? Yeah, nobody. That, I turned the, had a pull down. I had my TV up. I turned it off. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so the Edmonton Elks unveiled a new double E helmet. Is this the right direction for the franchise? Well, is there a difference between the new helmet and the old helmet? Like, we're not yes. talking about the antler shit. We're talking about the old double E. Yeah, Aren't they identical? I, no, I don't think they are. No. No? No, I don't think so. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, my God. That's so fucking ugly. Try and, uh... I'm looking at the old helmet, and it was a double E inside of a circle. So it was an yeah. orange helmet with a green circle thingy, and it had the two E's inside. And now I'm looking for the, the new one. Now, see, the, it's the, the blue circle. Great big okay. E's. It's got two great big E's now on the two side big, of it now. Right. So. But yeah, I didn't mind the old before. one. Yeah, I didn't mind the old one. Yeah. But there's two. There's one that looks like it's got, like, antlers coming out of their eyeball socket. And then there's another one that's got the logo of the actual elk on it. And the one with that logo with the elk on it doesn't look bad. But these horns or antlers or whatever the fuck are on the top of the thing, that that just looks stupid. What's that? The horns were dumb. It looked looked so hokey. 100%. 100%. Well, the horns weren't angled properly. Was, was that I- English? I said the horns weren't angled properly. Right. On the Edmonton helmet? If, if you look if you, if you at the helmet from the front, you can't see anything but a yellow helmet. It was terrible. Yeah, you couldn't see. Unless you were looking at the side. If you, if you were looking at them straight on, it looked like just a plain yellow helmet. Yeah. I don't know. I like the double with the circle the best, but the new one's sharp. Yeah, I don't mind the new one. I like it better than that thing they were wearing last year. Yep. And one thing you notice, I don't know if, uh, it's not a big deal, but the E's now are pointed towards the back of the helmet, 
when they used to be pointing at the front. God, is this what we've come to? No, 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 Charles. Charles, that's incorrect. You're just comparing the left side to the right side. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Because the right side, they both be facing to the front, and the left side, they both yeah, be facing to the back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. I wonder if they're going to get new jerseys, too. What's that? I said, I, I, I wonder if they get new jerseys, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Uh, Rudy, you're you're talking a little too close to your mic because you're like yeah, I think so. You're very you're kind of garbled. Okay, can you hear me better now? Uh, at the end of that, at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, much okay. better. Okay, I'm just gonna try something here. Okay, go on. Um, where are we here? We're done with this double E helmet. Let's move on. It's uh, segment five. We're halfway through here. Are we halfway through the show yet? No, I don't know. I don't know what time it is. I got Luke Grimes on my screen right now. I don't know how that happened. We're on decent. It's 8.58, so we're kind of on decent timing, to be honest. Yeah, but we're on segment five here, and, uh, yeah, we'll see. we'll see what happens. You know what? We can always just start talking religion or politics or something. It'll, it'll last. No, it goes well. It's not always a fan favorite decision. Difficult decisions lead to popular veterans signing elsewhere. Should fan sentiment ever weigh into team signing? Well, what's the, the obvious answer here is no. No. Yeah, there are some very unpopular, uh, and in BC particularly, uh, not signing Solomon Aluminian, not bringing back Adam Big Hill, not, not signing G. Roy Simon, not signing Brett Anderson, or uh, 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 there's a plethora of, of things that happened in BC, and I'm sure they happen in every goddamn city around, including Winnipeg, who this is all about, not signing Andrew Harris. And and that's a big thing. I mean, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, fans love it. I mean, how many Team 100 jerseys were out there where you had Adam Big Hill on one side and Solomon Aluminium on the other, or, or partners, husband and wife had different jerseys? I mean, yeah, it is not happy when that happens. But, yeah, there's no way in hell that fan sentiment should you, – you're building a business. You're building a football team. You, you don't listen to fans. Fuck. That'd be shit. If a GM started listening to fans, he should be unemployed, my opinion. I was actually asking this kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I just so often see people uh, out there saying, oh, they don't listen to what the fans want. They're not doing what the fans want. Well, no kidding. The fans don't run the team. It doesn't matter to these guys what the fans want. They're, they're running a business. They're running a team. They're not running a fan
hundred percent. Did we just lose Charles mid sentence? No, I'm here. No, he's still here. Okay. Had had to go show here my little podcast thing here because you kinda like stopped midway through a word. Blog talk being a bitch again. Um It happens. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, I know what William's gonna do is he's gonna say one of two things. He's gonna agree with us and, and say that fans shouldn't their opinion shouldn't factor into this at all, or he's going to say, I don't care. So let's, let's open this up to William and see what he has to say. William, what are you going to say? Once again, you do not, you do not, you do not let the inmates run the asylum. It's that simple. So why would you let the fans make any decisions as far as, You know, if they wanted to drink 17 beers a game, that's cool. I'm good with that. They support your team, okay? They make money. But other than that, they shouldn't have any decision-making whatsoever. And once again, you know, we we talk about – and you know what? Once again, the, 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 the players are not loyal to the team. We've talked about this numerous times, okay? They'll go wherever they make the most money, regardless if the team wants to keep them or not, especially in today's CFL. I, I don't right? know if I agree with that statement. Why not? Because there are some players who want to spend their entire career in a certain location. Uh, Milt Stiegel was one. Uh, Anthony oh, Calvillo was one. Well, no, uh, no, no, stop, stop, stop. You can't, you can't compare eras. Milt Stiegel, Milt Stiegel, Giro Simon were in a different era. The era of one-year contracts? Guys are going fucking everywhere. They are They're going with the money. Well, I truly believe there are some, I truly believe there are some players out there that really want to spend their entire... I mean, Brandon Banks came out and said that he wanted to spend the rest of his career in Hamilton. He, the only team he wanted to play for, and Hamilton wouldn't sign him, so he went and signed with Toronto. He didn't go there because Toronto offered him more money. He he went yeah, there because what, Toronto offered him money. But yeah, what did Hamilton offer him? Eighty. Hamilton grand? didn't offer him money. Right, so they were done with him. They were done with him, right? So you can't say he wasn't loyal to Hamilton. I don't I mean, like the guy, you, but you know, if yeah. you look, if you look, I think it's different. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, you look at uh, some of the Canadian draft picks; they usually go home after the second year, wherever they came from. And I don't blame mm-hmm. them. Okay, Hergie Mayala, he was a. He was a two-year stampede. He signed with Montreal. He's from Montreal, okay? Don't blame him. Sean McEwen signed with Calgary. Sean, Sean McEwen signed with uh, Calgary last year because he's a Calgary native. And he, he was in Toronto for three years, and then he wanted to come back to Calgary. And he did. So, you know. But Toronto and Calgary these, have to want him. Well, yeah, but a lot of these guys, you got to understand the Canadian guys, the Canadian guys, a lot of them, if they're from a certain place, they still maintain a residence here, and then they have to maintain a residence somewhere else when they're playing football. 
And that can be expensive when you're only making a hundred grand a season. Or less than a hundred grand a season. Yeah. I was gonna say it's really hard when you make fifty five thousand a year. Well no, because this year this year I, I do believe um my buddy my buddy who's son who plays for Stan Peters, he had other offers because he was a free agent from CFL teams. He is a Canadian receiver, so he's popular. And his his father was telling me that he would not go anywhere else for a for less than a minimum of an extra twenty five k because that's how much it costs to maintain a residence away from where you normally live, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, got lots to do with it as well. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It does. Yeah, I agree with that. I, that's, like, I, that's why. I'm, I don't understand when guys will sign somewhere else for like five or ten thousand dollars more. Yeah, like it's not really well, to your family and everything. Is it really worth the extra five or ten grand? Like I rather, I rather live in. You have a family. Well, that's the other, other point. Sure. Like if you're making a hundred and eighty five grand playing Regina or Winnipeg, that's more than you're gonna take home more money if you're making two hundred grand in Toronto. That's true. Well cost of living is different in the bigger cities and we know that. And of and course. that's why they get a, a, a larger uh what do you call it, uh living allowance in, in B C and Toronto. Mm-hmm. So they need it. You know that that's a fact. They need it. Okay, you're still too close to your mic, Rudy. You'll have to go back. Hey, I'm just gonna. Have, and, and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. No, I'm just gonna take my headphones out and should go away. What? Yeah, that, I didn't understand that. Yeah, neither did I. It's Manitoba French who is speaking. Okay. Is that better? We've all kind of agreed with Much you. better. Yeah, I can hear you. Way hear you. better. Rudy. What have you done with Rudy? Yeah, no, I I had my I had my AirPods in. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, they don't work good for calls, I guess. No, they did. They did not work at all. They were terrible. So yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't do that again. This is much better. Okay, <clears throat> so here we are back to this Regina Hotel. Is now restoring the canceled reservations from these people because of the media backlash. Do you honestly believe that there was a lot of media back backlash? Well, there were definitely. I mean, yeah, we. I mean, we abused them, but then we abuse anybody from Saskatchewan. Um, I, I just didn't think anybody actually listened. Uh, it was. Uh, but the media didn't. The media was wasn't hot on them. They well, wrote a couple it articles. It was on the news. 
It was on the news for three nights out of the five-day week uh, in Manitoba last week, so. Yeah, well, Manitoba yeah, was trying to cut down Saskatchewan. Yeah, make people from Regina look like shit. Yeah, absolutely. Probably, You know, yeah. it's, that's just a fact, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure when the news story came on in Toronto, everybody in Toronto said, where's Regina? Yeah. <clears throat> It's like, where's that? Do, do they have a football team? Oh, it's in Western Canada. That doesn't matter. Yeah. The people in Toronto say, what's okay. the Grey Cup? Yeah, that's true. Well, that's a possibility. Even when they win it, they don't show up. And I'm not picking on Toronto's attendance because they have some fabulous, they have some of the best fans in the CFL. The Argo Lifers are just there. They're just there. All 12 of them. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, right? Too late. Well, too late. Hate it. Yeah, but the 12. So the 12 fans they do have. Stored the canceled Grey Cup tickets. Now, we were giving them shit because they, they, they canceled it, whatever. I still say that this is the, the 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 people who booked the hotel's fault for not giving a deposit. If they gave a deposit and it was forfeited or it was returned, then there would be a reason for a bitch. But if you just phone a hotel and say, I want to book a room for June 28th and comes June 27th, you haven't put a deposit on it yet. I'm pretty sure that they're prepared to cancel that reservation. So on an event like the Grey Cup in a town that has no hotels and you've booked eight rooms and then turn around and you don't give them a deposit or pay for them or do something for it, something to uh, concrete cement a, 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 a contract environment with you know, equitable transfer, then, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with this hotel doing this. I really don't. Good on them for restoring these people's um, reservations, but I, I, you, you've already gotten enough bad press. There's no good press coming out of this one. It doesn't matter yeah. how nice you are, whether you give them the rooms for free. You shot yourself in the foot, asshole. It's not all of a sudden going to turn around. with what you did. But there are better ways of doing it. Right. But they're not all of a sudden everyone's going to be high fiving or enough like that. That's not how that works. No. Not at all. You, William, what's your thoughts on this one, Regina? Here, you, you're upset about this because now you don't have hotel space for the Grey Cup in Regina. You, you desperately wanted to go, and you were kind of hoping that this would have freed up some space for you, right? Yeah, that's it. I agree. That's it? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about as thrilling as this week. I just, I booked my, I booked my vacation this weekend, and I'm excited. Uh-oh. Where, where are you going? Guess where I'm going. Guess where I'm going. Las Vegas. I can take a guess. Vegas. No, I'm going to Winnipeg. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I haven't been to Winnipeg in nine and a half years now. And uh, I got a, my best friend's daughter's getting married, so I'm going to a wedding. So I guess if I haven't been there for nine and a half years, I should stick around for at least another couple of days to visit my family that I haven't seen in nine and a half years. And a bunch of buddies. Well, why wreck a perfectly Peter. good record? I, I am going to the St. Peter Bomber game when I'm there. See if I can oh, pick a fight with some bomber fans. See if I can pick a fight with and some you bomber now fans. have a real Calgary St. Peter's jersey, right? Not yet, but I'm going to get one. Um, and, oh, I thought uh, you bought one. No, you know what? I discovered that they're going to come out with another one this year, and not that ugly Kentucky Fried Chicken one. So I'm going to get that one. I think they're two weeks away from announcing the new jersey. Um, yeah. And I'll, those, get, those and, I'll get to, and I'll get to meet, uh, maybe I'll get to see Todd Bogie. And maybe I'll get to see, what's his name, the Chase guys. What are their names? Jared. Jared Zaylin. Jared Zaylin. Chase. Jared and Chase. Brother and Chase. Yep. So I might go to their, I might go to their, I might go to their uh, tailgate. Tailgate? We'll, we'll see. But yeah, so I booked my trip to Winnipeg. That's about as exciting as going to Regina, man. So, and if they if 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 I got a phone call tomorrow saying that that Winnipeg canceled my hotel arrangements, I wouldn't be that upset. <laughs> so, because yes, when I go to Winnipeg, I stay in a hotel. I don't like to stay with my family. So, I like I don't to have my it. own space. I like to have my own space. And everybody, everybody in my family has animals, and Patty is highly allergic to them. So, so. yeah. Well, and, and that that kind of comes with the territory, right? So, yeah, it's a it's a perfect excuse for me not to stay with them, which is great. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It was actually one of the conditions of me going and staying with my buddy in Calgary, right? Animals? Do you have any animals? No, 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 no. My wife's highly allergic to them. Okay, yeah. Anything else? No, 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 no. And then he had to ask me questions. Do you have a throat tattoo? I went, no, no, I don't. Neck tattoos. Okay. Neck tattoo? Are you, are you a tattoos. pedophile? No, 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 no. Yeah, he asked me if I was a pedophile. I did, too, right? And I, did, I didn't know you, okay? So, you know, not that I'm scared of you because if you threatened me, I would have killed you with a spoon, but that was beside the point. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna say, no, it's 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 yeah. So I'm going to Winnipeg, and I'm, I'm gonna try and squeeze a Vegas trip in in June. We'll see. We'll see. In June? Yeah. 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 Okay. I probably should go down to Vegas with you sometime. I think that would probably be interesting. But I sure yeah, don't like fucking town. But you, you gotta, gotta go with somebody who actually to, knows what they're doing. You'd have to bring your wife too. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't I'm get not, to go anywhere without her. I could. I wouldn't be allowed in Vegas without my wife. So. Yeah. So. I I made a couple of uh, jaunts abroad without the wife, and I I'm still hearing about it like 25 years later. So. Yeah. No, I would yeah. never do that again. Yeah. There were business trips. I went to Costa Rica twice on business. 
a nice place to go for business. It was. Yeah. I went to Cancun once on business, too. She didn't want to come. What was the business okay. you were in at that point? Which one? In Costa Rica? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was a uh, a real estate venture that we had were doing down there, and I oh, had to go down and bring a mortgage payment. And then Cancun, it was an uh, international money laundering convention, and so I went to that. I thought that was interesting. International okay. money laundering. Uh, yeah, yeah. How how to create I, build uh, offshore tax shelters. I, I thought it was hookers and blow, but that's beside the point. So. No, no, hookers and blow, that's in Vegas. Okay. Oh, okay. Actually, um, Costa Rica is kind of interesting because they, they have legalized gambling and prostitution. So, I mean, for a good Catholic country, it's a, it's got some pretty good vices. So does Las Vegas, basically. I, I know, but it's not a Catholic country. No, that's true. Okay. There was a caveat in that statement that I had about Costa Rica. They're 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 very, very, very strong Catholics down there. And yes, prostitution yes, and gambling are illegal are legal, so that's kinda weird. Illegal. Yeah, well they know how they yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Stepping out. Um, are we done with Regina? Did Charles, did you have anything to say about this uh, hotel reservation back media backlash event, or is there anything else to say on it? I mean, not really. I mean, I'm glad that the people got the, that booked the rooms, got the reservation back because that would have been really crappy, especially if you put out money for airfare or something like that, and then all of a sudden you have no hotel room. So I'm glad they were able to you work that out. You should have put out money for a hotel room too. No, right. I guess it's a good point. You you sh- well, I mean, they may have reserved it. Uh, gonna- very few, uh, very few take. I mean, they'll take a deposit, but very few take it up front, anyways. Yeah. The airlines don't have a problem with that. No, the airlines are different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rob Vanstone. Says Saskatchewan Rough Riders brass deliver a title in 2022. Is this season a last chance for the current Riders management? Oh, there's an ultimatum from a sports reporter. <laughs> that holds about as much weight as the fans do on what players they have on a team. <laughs> yep. My God, who the fuck does this guy think he is? And, and what I mean, are the odds that the Jackson Rough Riders are going to get a Grey Cup title this year? What, what would you say I mean, the odds are? What was the percentage? <laughs> well, what is what is four out of 112 years or something like that? What's the percentage there? Okay. <laughs> like, like they've let they've let other management stay a lot longer without winning a great cup. Okay, why are these guys any different? 
I mean, come on. <laughs> like, like, really? I, I yes, say the odds yes, I know. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Winning a great cup. Yeah, I know, Phil Miller. They should have won. A, they should have won five, but they couldn't <laughs> count. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't bring up 2009. Phil will hang up. Um. Oh wait a minute. He's yeah. Not on the no, show. And did, oh damn! I forgot about that. Oh, he's gonna phone us, and then Honestly, as soon as we answer, he'll fat hang up. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome, Phil. You phone in. I'll I'll pick up and answer it. You can hang up on. Us. Then you can hang up on us. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was funny. I mean, I put I said something the other day on on one of his posts about the, the 2009 Grey Cup, and he said it's too soon to talk like that. It's, yeah, it's only been it's only been thirteen years. Yep. It's not it's not not enough time has passed. Okay, so Rob Vanstone says Saskatchewan Rough Riders must deliver a title in twenty twenty two. The odds of that happening are so slim it's ridiculous. I'm not comparing the last hundred and four years, I'm just comparing the last two years. And I think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are trending down, and I see nothing to consider to think that that trend is going to change. And they were in third place last year. I think they're going to be in fourth, but I I would not be afraid to wager that they're going to end up last in the Western Division. And I'm pretty sure there's some Rider fans right now that are just losing their fucking minds over what I'm saying here. But last year I called Edmonton Eskimos or Edmonton Elks or whatever the hell they're called to be the the last of the west of the bottom of the Western division. And I was spot on with that one. And I'm just calling Saskatchewan at the bottom of the Western division this year. And anybody want to take wagers? Anybody want to bet against me? No, I, I don't see it. I don't see anybody here. Winnipeg, Vancouver, or Calgary fans here. They're not. Nobody's taking this bet. Nope. And I, and the reason why I believe that they are, I think they have a bad coaching staff. I don't think their coaching staff is adequate to to win games. And. Uh, uh, you know, their quarterback is a bit of an issue, too. But that being said, he's there because of their coaching staff. So, you know, we all, no, we I don't, all, I don't we think... All know how, we all know how well What's-His-Name didn't do in Edmonton, and he's their offensive coordinator in Saskatchewan, right? Come on, What's-His-Name? Ex-quarterback Jason out of Moss. Edmonton. Thank you, Jason Moss. So, yeah. his offense wasn't that impressive and, and last I, year. And I don't think Craig Dickinson is is head coach material. And, you know, so many coordinators are not head coach material. And that's just a fact. And and this Dickinson, I don't think, is, is, is meant to be a head coach. Any more than uh, <laughs> Benedict is meant to be a head coach. And I think that the, the two guys... Are they have 
they're trending the same direction. I mean, there's some parallels into how they did. I mean, Saskatchewan did really well the year after Chris Jones left. BC did really well after the year Wally Buono left. Then the next year, they didn't do so good. And neither did Benavides. And then the year after that, they did really bad, and Benny got fired. Yep. I think this is the year that Saskatchewan does really bad, and Craig Dickinson gets fired. That's see. just me sticking my nose out and standing on a limb. Rudy, Rudy, what's your thoughts on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Are they going to win the Grey Cup this year? They need to because their brass is going to get fired if they don't. What are the odds of winning the Yeah, Grey Cup? well... Well, whenever Regina hosts the Grey Cup, uh, there's high expectations. It's obviously their only professional sports team. Um, <laughs> sad news is, is I think they're going to be disappointed. I I got them finishing either fourth or fifth in the the West this year, and that's not even just because I'm a Bomber fan. I don't believe in their O line. I think yes, they've had quite a bit of turnover, and I just I don't think. I don't mind Craig Dickinson. I don't despise him like you, CJ, but I just, well, I don't know. I don't think he can get them to a championship. I think he's a good coach, but I think he, I think he doesn't crack down on it. Like, I think he's too nice to his players. I just don't think he has the tools in the toolbox. That's my my opinion. I, I personally, I think he's a really nice guy. From what I've seen, he's a wonderful man, right? As an individual, I, I haven't seen anything that, that like Brandon Banks. I can't stand him because he's a dweeb of a personality, right? I mean, he's he's, he's a god awful human being. Where Craig Dickinson seems to be a really nice guy, and people really like him. I just don't think he's a talented head coach. And that might be because he's not assertive enough or, or he's too docile or whatever, but I just don't think he's head coach material. That's my opinion. But you also got to look at Cody Fajardo. I mean, how, how, how do you put a franchise on this guy? <sighs> Yeah, I just I think BC's defensive line has gotten better. I think Winnipeg still has a good defensive line. I think Calgary has a good defensive line. Uh, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs or not, but Chris Jones I think will make Edmonton better. I just I just don't see them getting it done. I really I don't I I don't believe in their whole line at all. I think Edmonton's going to make the crossover. Do you think do you think Edmonton will be in over BC? I think Edmonton will make the crossover. BC's going to end up in third in the West. Winnipeg in second and Calgary in first. And I know Will has a problem with Calgary in first, but I I, I have faith in Hobbs. Really, Will has a problem with Calgary in first. Yep, he does. You don't think you're that good? Um, did you see Will Levi play last year? Fair enough. I rest my, I rest my case. I mean, I rest he can have case. a bounce back. 
Well, yeah, he could. And if he has a, if he has a bounce back, I think they'll be a, they'll be a team. But I just don't. I just don't. I don't know. We'll see. Or they we'll move see. on from him. Could be, but this is only a uh, this is only a uh, second year quarterback. And you know what? You can predict all you want where BC is going to be, but if the quarterback thing doesn't work, they're going to be at the bottom of the league. Sorry, they are. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing or disputing that, and I, I, I have faith in the, the, the kid. So, um, and I have to be as a BC Lions fan. Well, so, sure. You know, I have to do that. I mean, I, I'm not an idiot. I'm not putting them in first know, or last, even though it's possible. I was going to say, we all know within the first four games of the season, Guaranteed. Oh, we, 100%. Whether he's going to be somebody or not. Okay, so. Uh, but it, in March, all we can do is speculate. There's only one good piece of news, and I noticed Charles didn't put it in the agenda that came out this week that I'm extremely psyched about. And you know what that is, right? Jim Barker is no longer on the panel of TSN. Thank right. you. There I is meant a Lord. to put that in. I never did. There is a Lord. Thank you. Really? Well, if there yeah. is a Lord, he better redesign the knee. Because he's he's the he's not the, working. Uh, a, isn't he the assistant general manager? He's a consultant in Toronto again, or something like that. Yeah, he is. It's too bad because yeah. he was a really good analyst on TSM. I enjoyed listening to him. I, Very I, knowledgeable I, I guy. I, I know, him. that's why I'm saying it. Yeah, I know. He's just No, you know what? I, I have Charles, no doubt that he Charles, did you I have say no that? doubt that he knows his stuff. I have no did doubt that he what? knows his stuff. But he just isn't good on TV. Was, they used yeah. to put Jim Barker tongue in cheek, right? He used to put too much goop of course. in his hair. Okay? Uh, he put way too much goop in his hair. We counted we last play. summer. Yeah. Last summer, Wait. watching Jim Barker. <laughs> Jim Barker. Yeah. Uh, you'll never see a guy on the CFL panel on TSN hold a smile, the biggest fake smile, longer than Jim Barker did. <laughs> it's true. Jim Barker, we counted one time. I was watching, I don't remember who was playing, but last summer we were watching a game. One time when Sanchez was talking, Jim Barker held a smile, did not change his face. I think it was for three minutes and 20-some seconds. A continuous smile. Wow. Um, have you ever seen the uh, – oh, hang on a second here. Uh, the video for White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane? <sighs> No. Probably. I'm the only one who knows who Jefferson Airplane is, Christopher. Come on. That's not true. I know who they are. Okay. White Rabbit, I've heard that song before. Uh, I haven't really seen the video for it, but I've definitely heard the song. you you got to watch the, the, the song, because Grace Slick sings the entire song without blinking. She never blinks. She doesn't she's blink she's once. Creepy. In the entire video, she did not blink once while singing that song. Okay, 
And, I mean, you have to be so high to get away with shit like that. She was so baked. <laughs> it was amazing. But it, it was funny as hell because she, she does. She literally sings the entire song without blinking. And Charles, you're right. It's really freaky. Yeah. Anyhow, okay. So Jim Barker and his fake smile, pretty very similar, right? Is that what we're trying to say? Is that what I'm trying to say? I think so. Well, like I said, they used too go, much Rudy. hair gel. They used too much hair gel in his on his when he was on the desk. Okay, he could have been natural like uh, Sanchez and, and Milt Siegel. Okay, they don't use any, obviously, but yeah, but I just didn't like hair. him. He wasn't, he wasn't a good fit. He wasn't, absolutely not. Yeah, it's kind of just a fit-in roll along. Uh, Melt's always going to be the best. Melt's awesome. And and they always kept calling him the coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he was this great, successful coach in the CFL. Yeah, now let's go to the coach. Jim, what do you have to say? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they did better than I did. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, fun you fact. Know, yeah, he did uh, better than we did. That's just a fact. Kyle Walters is five seven and he weighs two hundred and ninety two pounds. <laughs> yes, he does. All right, sorry, Wade Miller. Wade Miller. <laughs> Wade Miller. And Wade Miller. When I was at. Five He's seven, five seven, two hundred and ninety-eight pounds. Yeah. He's not five seven. <laughs> yes, he is. Fucking radius. Let's look it up. Really? He's a, he's a runt. He's a runt, Christopher. You look like a walking that's bowling like ball. Tom Cruise height. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's I, short. I, like Charles, he does in person. Christopher, what? I was five, I was two feet away from him at the 2018 Grey Cup at the Manitoba room, and <laughs> he's like a fucking bowling ball, okay? <laughs> With legs. He, he's, okay? He, he, hang on, it says that he's five nine, not five seven. Okay, whatever. That okay. two inches, I don't think, makes much difference. Christopher, his belly gets yeah. into the room ten minutes before he does. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> if I had two more inches, I'd be in Hollywood. Okay. So, um, and and well, he's gotten bigger since then. Just so you know. Well, and, and oh, I'm put sure it into perspective. Put it into perspective. I'm six three. I'm six three and a half, and I weigh two hundred and ninety seven pounds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you look at his picture, and his forehead's bigger than his face. Well, yeah, but you know what? Though when he played, when he played for the Bombers, he was always. I mean, he wasn't that fat, but he was always bigger than he should be. Okay. I mean, he was a. What was he? He was a fullback or something, wasn't he? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think he was a fullback. 
He wasn't he tall was enough to be an offensive lineman or anything like that. No. He was drafted as a linebacker, and then he moved to a fullback. Hmm. And he's third in all-time special teams tackles behind hey, Mike Miller and Jason Araki. He likes his beard. And, and he, you know what? He, as a president of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, he's doing a hell of a bang-up job. Okay? Oh, yeah, 100%. He's not just him for the job that he is doing in Winnipeg. He turned that franchise around 100%. That's off to him. Oh, he's and the I, best. I, I, I was best. not – I was not uh, in, not enthusiastic, optimistic about when they hired him because they hired a rookie president, a rookie GM, a rookie coach, and they had a rookie quarterback. And in, in, in reality, the only one out of all of those that they got rid of was Drew Willie. Hmm. Yep. That is the best president Everybody in my else life, stuck huh? around. You're just a young fuck. So, <laughs> you just a little guy. So, you know what? There. It's only been the last 10 years. Uh-oh. What's Will sent us now? That's scary. And also, Will. <laughs> oh, um, look at him. The stamps are yeah. supposed to keep the KFC jerseys. A little bruiser. He was a good football player. I remember him. But now he's low like center pork of chop. gravity. Now he's just a fucking pork chop. He looks like he's he looks like a walking heart attack for fuck's sake. <laughs> and, and he may just be so. I mean, he makes fat. Will, the stamps. The stamps are supposed to keep their KFC jerseys, eh? I thought thought those were just for the the anniversary season. Yeah, it is. He said the Stampeders are keeping their their KFC. They're keeping Yeah, I've heard differently. I've heard differently. I've decided I'm not going to wear a KFC jersey. Well, the only reason either. I'm saying that, that's what the the Calgary team store guy told me. <coughs> oh, sorry, but guys. That's I hope they don't keep them. No, they're fucking butt ugly. I mean, I'd rather have BC Lions creamsicle jerseys than that. In fact, I own one of those. Okay. Moving on. Rob Banstone, you're an idiot. There's not a hope in hell. Charles, did you get to go on this one? Do you want me to talk about how fat Wade Miller is? Oh, the the, no, the other no, one. Okay. No, we, uh, yeah, we, 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 I don't know how we got over to fat Wade Miller, but we were talking about Rob Banstone saying the Saskatchewan Rough Rider brass must deliver a title in 2022. Oh. Okay, well, I guess I mean, he's the one giving the orders. Or, well, honestly, I don't know what no, he's saying. That he's reporting. Just, yeah, okay, exactly. So take that for what it's worth. This is just the guy that wants the riders to win a great cup, and he's like, oh, you got to do this or you're out. 
but he doesn't call the shots. He doesn't make the decisions. So his uh, opinion is kind of, you know, worthless. Hey, who's the mathematician in the crowd? How many? How tall is 175 centimeters? Six foot nine. Five foot nine. Five, five nine. foot nine. Okay, so officially, as of right now, Wade Miller is five feet nine and three hundred and forty pounds. Okay, where are you finding that? Oh, oh my God, he's he's fifty pounds heavier than his playing weight. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> don't most guys don't go down after their playing careers are over? And hold on, according to our records, Wade Miller is possibly single <laughs> and has not been previously engaged. As of December 2021, Wade Miller is not dating anyone. <laughs> wow. Can we speculate on his sexual orientation, or is that too much? <laughs> We so he can't get it up anymore. <laughs> he can't find it. <laughs> he can't find it. You're terrible. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Saskatchewan Rafa. Charles, where's Saskatchewan going to finish in the Western Division this year? TJ says fifth. Rudy's got him at fourth or fifth. I'm going to say fourth because I don't think they're better. I I I think they I still think they're better than Edmonton. I don't like Edmonton. Okay. And 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 Willie, you want to place the, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Western Division? And you're not allowed um, to say six. Let's see, Calgary, Winnipeg, BC in no particular order, maybe BC, Saskatchewan, Edmonton. Uh, I'm going to say fifth. I'm going to say fifth. Okay. Okay. So, so nobody really has any faith in Saskatchewan achieving anything this year, never mind a great guy. It, it, it's just, you know what, for me, um, last year – and I know it was a shortened season, and I know everybody was rusty, but Cardi, Cody Fajardo didn't live up to all the hype of the year before. Or no, he certainly didn't. He didn't live up to any, and, any and, and hype. So, and I, so I can't see him getting any better. Just saying. I mean, in reality there's three teams in the Western division that could have quarterback trouble. And that would be BC, yep. Saskatchewan yep. and Edmonton. Okay. And Edmonton. Yep. yep. So that's fair. So they're well, all it, at this point in Calgary, time, they're all yeah, interchangeable. You might as well throw Calgary in there, Will. Possibly. Yeah. If he plays like that, absolutely. Right. You, you, you can't, you can't keep them exempt. And in fact, you don't, and, and Zach Caleros is one hit away from a wonder. So, but, you know, the West but on the other hand, on the other hand, if I go by what you guys say, they, Calgary does have the best backup in the CFL. 
He only played three games, but I guess. No, we didn't. I would we never said he's a best back. I mean, we never said he's an outstanding thing. I'm just saying that he had showed a lot of promise. Yep. And, and we we know a lot of people have showed a lot of promise. I would say yeah. Nathan Rourke showed some promise. It doesn't mean I'm getting sold on him. Jonathan Jennings once did, once upon a time. Jonathan yeah. who? Exactly. Johnny Manziel showed a lot of promise. And, and, and once again, the question that CFL should be, how the fuck does Dominic Davis keep on getting fined? Yeah, yeah he's got another job. Isn't he he's Montreal? big and he can run. I guess. Calgary does sure have the best quarterback in the West, though. No, they don't. Did Davis go to Montreal or did he go to Hamilton? I think it's Montreal, isn't it? I think it's, no, it's yeah. Hamilton. Montreal's got uh, Vernon Adams yeah. and, um, and oh, Trevor Harris. Tre- Trevor Harris, that's all right. He went yeah. to Hamilton. Will, who would... Will, who would you take yes. for two quarterbacks in the West over Calgary's two? Does BC have two? Right now, right now, I'd probably take Nick, yeah. Ar- Nick Arbuckle. I'd probably take Nick Arbuckle. And you who? you take just Nick Arbuckle over having and, Mayer and, and, and Mitchell? And Jeff Mayer. And Jeff Mayer. Jake, man. Jake. Yeah. No, but I don't know. I'm, I just, I think, I don't think Calgary has the best tandem in the league. I think they have the best tandem in the West. Like, I'm, I'll take Caleros over Mayer and Mitchell, but I wouldn't take our backup over Mayer. I would. He's won more games than Mayer ever has. Dakota pre-cup or whatever. What about him? No. No. He's the no. backup in Winnipeg now. The right. Trevler's yep. gone. Yeah, I mean, that. let's just face facts. There, there's not any strong backups in the Western Division with the exception of Jake Mayer. And we don't even know what yeah. his strength is. True yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. Michael O'Connor is, is BC's backup, and that's step short of being scary, in my opinion. But that's that's why I have Calgary having a good season, because if Caleros gets hurt in week one or two, we're done. Like, Winnipeg won't go anywhere if he gets hurt. Nope. Yeah, yeah. but that's been the case the last three years. Yeah. So, He's so, gone through it so far. I mean, Obviously, obviously that old line is protecting him quite at, and, and you know what I'm thinking, and I don't like to jinx this, but it's been a couple of seasons and he also had a whole year off since he had a concussion. You know, he might be not in that tone anymore. And have you ever looked at the size of the fucking helmet he wears? That thing, he looks like he looks like Kazoo from the Flintstones. That's how big that fucking helmet is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he does I have a weird big helmet. Guy from Spaceballs. 
Do you remember that? Yeah. So. That was funny. But, hey, who knows? I mean, like I said, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I still I still don't know how or why or I just don't think I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this could if he doesn't have a decent year, this could be Bo Levi's last season. Oh I that would not is. surprise me. If he has a lackluster year, he might just call it quick. Because if that's the case, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's his shoulder and it's done. Yeah, I think it could be one of these chronic things that doesn't go away. Yep. And that's like death for a quarterback, a shoulder injury. Yep. Look at Lulay. Never yep. the same. Same thing. Exactly. Yep. The 100. percent I know he's not a great example, but even Matt Nichols last year, he threw a lot of muffins. Did Matt After Nichols his play last year? I don't remember him last year. Yeah, he was on his ass most of the game. Who's he got he injured again. Ottawa. Oh. Matt Nichols. Nobody really ever paid attention. Okay, let's move on to something new, okay? Moving on. Actually, those are the words. Moving on from the hometown star, Andrew Harris, still weighs on Blue Bombers GM, Kyle Walters. But did he ultimately make the right decision? Well, yes. Yeah. Yep. You have to move on. It's, it's, it's What is it? Uh, younger, faster, cheaper, right? The teams and, that and, do Andrew not, Harris the, is just the teams that do not move on in a timely fashion get left behind. It's that simple. Yeah. Hundred percent. You can only hold on to players 100%. for so long. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, Wally and Huff are like geniuses at this, right? I mean, they just ditch them. When, in their prime, I mean, you're looking at them and going, what the fuck? Why did you get rid of them? And how often have they been wrong? I remember all the screaming back when Wally Bono released Alan Pitt in Calgary. And I remember how upset people were about that. Alan Pitt's never got another oh, yeah. job in the CFL. Nobody else wants him. He's still bitter at Calgary to this day. Really? Yes. Get over it. Once again, once again, that is why Calgary has always been successful. They get rid of guys before they're usually a couple years before their best before date. And once again, another one. Yes, once again, my question always has been, is it the player or is it the system? Depends on what so, team you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about Calgary right now. 
I think it's the system. I mean, but there's been a couple. I mean, they 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 got rid of Charleston Hughes early than they should have. He still had three or four outstanding seasons in Saskatchewan. Okay. But they got rid of him not because uh, they thought his play was deteriorating. They got rid of him because he wanted too fucking much money. Well, yes, but but they usually go hand in hand with Calgary. Okay. No, some not guys, with Calgary. I don't think. No, no, some no. guys, it just is It just is money. Jagarit Davis is a perfect yeah. example. Obviously, he wanted too much money, and they weren't willing to pay. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that Jefferson was the same same thing, man. He was just he wanted too much money to stay. And, and if you want to be the highest paid person at your position in the CFL, you will not be a Calgary Stampeder. I think those, those are house words. Are That's a, those are house words. Right. And Willie Jefferson wanted to be the highest paid defensive end. Willie Jefferson. That's so, but yeah. And when you do like certain players, sometimes it is really fucking annoying what Huff does. It really is annoying. Okay, but oh, 100%. Is, I don't really care. I don't really care. <laughs> and nobody's I mean, really ever, Wally, nobody's ever really come back to haunt them, if you know what I mean. Um, Wally got rid of one of the, that, uh, uh, I, I, I can't remember his name, Charles. You're going to have to help me. A slot back. Went to Calgary. From BC? Yes. Slot back that went to Calgary. Yeah, a phenomenal hands would take the ball right in the middle and and then, and then blow up the defender. Big boy. Um, it's not Jason Claremont, Claremont, but Jason. Or yeah, Jason Claremont. I, I, sorry, I meant I meant Saskatchewan. Yeah, Jason yeah, Claremont. Throwing me off. Jason Claremont. Okay. Yeah. And uh you know, it it, it just I, I I love that guy. I thought he was BC's best receiver. I I would have taken him over G Roy any day. He just went out there, he's a workhorse, he just a he was a beast down the middle. Uh Ben Cahoon type of player. And uh I just loved him. And uh I was just thoroughly upset when Wally cut him. And then he shows up as a rider because he's from Saskatchewan, and uh, and he did nothing. He did, he did nothing, nothing there. in Regina. Nothing at all. No. He was like the and, number and five G-Roy. receiver there. Giroy did nothing in, in Saskatchewan. Yeah. He was like the number. Yes, he he was the number five receiver. And then he goes. He, yes, he, he did, did two touchdowns in the Grey yeah, Cup. In the Grey Cup, yeah, that was it. In the Grey Cup, that was literally that was it. Yeah. The only two pa- catches he caught all year. Well, no, that's not quite true, but two touchdowns, maybe, buddy. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, that, I don't think any GM should be upset about moving on from a, a, a player. They they have to just say, 
That's the business. The game is a business. The business is a game. So, you know, you just got to move on from that and, and be done with it. Well, Andrew Harris represented. Go ahead. And I said Andrew Harris Rudy? also represented himself in free agency, which made it even more difficult. And you're talking about a guy again that's got uh, got a head that's bigger than uh, Wade Miller's belly. So I think it's great mm-hmm. that they moved on from him. Got two, yeah. You know, he's phenomenally egotistical. But you know, and and. Honestly, the, the the steroid thing, although everybody is, is minimalizing it, that has to weigh into the conversation. Oh, 100%. And you got two Canadian running backs that are 10 years younger than him. Yeah. He's a beast. I love to watch him run up the middle, okay? No doubt about it. Andrew Harris is one of the best Canadian running backs in the history of the CFL. He may be even one of the better yeah. running backs in the history of the CFL, regardless of your your nationality. But his time no, is I done. Agree. It's over. Uh, Bye. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, two minutes, CJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah, a minute and a half. Yeah, I see the same thing. I'm, I'm watching it. Okay. So the last thing here, I told you we were going to run out of uh, time on this agenda, Charles. You didn't believe me. Mm-hmm. No, and we talked good. football for, for a good chunk of this, this two hours. So, you know, there's no, you know, we did okay. I'm kind of excited about yeah. it. The last segment here, we're not going to keep it for next year, next turn. So I, I'll put it out there really fast. Larry Dean will become complete. Will Larry Dean become completely healthy after a torn Achilles for the Riders training camp? At his age, after that injury, can he still be effective? Who cares? Who just who cares? Okay, let's moving on to this one. This is Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number four hundred and seventy-seven. I've been your host Christopher Jones, and we're going to say good night to you tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday night about some CFL. Hopefully, there's a something happening so Charles doesn't do have to scrape the bottom of the barrel for this. Uh, Thirty seconds left, Charles. Say good night. Real quick. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And Rudy. Good night, folks. Go Marcus Crandall. Oh, Marcus Crandall squeaks into at the end. William, go for it. Good night, folks. Remember, this season, the schooners will rule. They have as much hope of winning the Grey Cup as the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.